0: Sue watched dollhouse, the podcast where M and Sue are watching dollhouse for the first time without a net. And we this week we're going to be talking about the season one episodes, uh, episodes numbers eleven and twelve. Briar Rose and Omega. I'm M. with the most cave. I
1: love him so much, it just
0: Yeah, there was a lot that happened. <laughs> These blew me away. This was so much fun. And I totally get now what Iggy meant. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, <laughs> as soon as I saw a picture of him.
0: You guessed he was Alpha? I was Yeah. I was that like, didn't even occur to me. I, I was, was like, so oh, strung along. I, be... I wasn't thinking about Iggy and saying that. I was just watching and... Um, I was just like oh Wash is here how fun and then he was <laughs> such a great character and I never I was so blown away when it was clear he was Alpha it just totally took me for a ride and it was so awesome
2: oh right on I kept waffling but just what Iggy said just kept popping in my head like now I know who Alpha was I was like it's gotta be an actor
0: that's known for some reason, that I had just, by the time I watched him, I had totally just, that was out of my head. Oh. I and mean, it's okay. I
2: don't feel like I was spoiled. Maybe a little bit, but I'm not bothered by it. Because yeah. it was still a fun ride. Yeah. Yeah. Lots happened. Lots happened. I still have lots of questions, though. <laughs>
0: I know. And it totally felt like a season finale. I actually kept checking. I'm like, okay. I kept, I'm like, am I sure? Like, I wondered if I got so into it, I didn't notice that it. it ended and a new one started. <laughs> and a
2: new one started.
0: <laughs> I did. I checked it like like OCD, like three times. Okay, it's number 12 and it's Omega. And I know we were told we could watch Omega.
2: <laughs> oh, that's hilarious.
0: That's hilarious. Because what's next episode going to be? I don't know. I don't know. Setting up next season, maybe. Maybe.
2: Maybe. So. Should we. Um,
0: Get feedback? Yeah.
2: You want to read Harold's?
0: Yeah. I'm just pulling it up. I haven't read any feedbacks.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, it's all unread. Neither of us have. I think that was my problem with last time, stumbling over aisles. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I had read it before we recorded.
0: <laughs> but I like to, I don't know, I don't like to read the feedback before we record. I do and I don't. I, I waffle. Sometimes I just feel like reading it. And sometimes I just don't get to it. So, Harold says, Briar Rose, this is a classic Whedonverse episode of television with multiple misdirects and shocking reveals, and it is probably my favorite so far. The first misdirect is that we expect that this will be a Client of the Week episode focusing on Echo helping the young troubled girl. While it is certainly an interesting idea of having Echo programmed as the best case version of this girl, Sent to help guide her. In fact, the main reason for this story seems to be to give a reason to use the Briar Rose Sleeping Beauty metaphor. Agreed.
2: Yes. Uh,
0: the second big misdirect is that we think this is turning into a pivotal episode in the series where Ballard is going to break into the dollhouse and bring and either bring it down or at least escape with Caroline. She will wake up and be the Sleeping Beauty. Instead, it turns out that this was all a ruse by Alpha to get himself into the dollhouse to escape with Echo. And, of course, the biggest misdirect was the reveal that the paranoid pot-smoking co-engineer Kepler is, in fact, Alpha. If you recall a few weeks ago in feedback, I said I did not recall who had planted that electronic device that put the secret messages into Echo in November. Now that I have seen these two episodes, I have come up with the following theory. At the beginning of the season, we saw in flashbacks the aftermath of Alpha's escape from the dollhouse. Just make sure I get that. Okay, one of the imprints in his composite has to be either Topher or someone like him, since he was able to build his own chair and develop the remote wipe. His plan all along was to return to the dollhouse and extract Echo. He needed Ballard to create a distraction. He has been sending him pictures and messages embedded in Echo in November. At some point, he abducted Kepler and added his mind to his composite, so that is why he was able to speak so convincingly about the ecosystem of the dollhouse. Hmm, I like that theory. Yeah, it... Makes sense. Did you see on Facebook that Harold and Ray had kind of a back and forth about... Mm Mm-hmm. The confusion we had, and I think when Ray wrote his feedback, he had forgotten some, he forgot that Alpha, like, had all that ability to do his own right things, I think. Or maybe he just didn't get how he could have imprinted, and I don't either. Even if he has all the equipment, how he could imprint things into the dolls when they've been imprinted at the dollhouse.
2: It's got to be a remote thing. Like, yeah. you can remote wipe them so he can remote add things to their imprints. That's That's got to be it.
0: Mm-hmm. I like the thought of him actually imprinting Topher in him.
2: <laughs> I do, too. I do, too. Because you
0: know Topher's in there. We know that. Because mm-hmm. Dr. Saunders was. Right, right. So I think that's just standard procedure. If you work at the dollhouse, you get yourself, like downloaded into one of those things.
2: Well, sure. That way, if you get killed or something, they can just imprint you into someone else. Yeah, so handy. So that they don't have to train a new, you know, it's uh-huh. just all right there. So it makes perfect sense. And yeah, I it didn't even occur to me that Topher would have been part of Alpha's imprint. Because I was like, how did he know how to make all this stuff? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I Earth. just figured he was so smart. That- yeah, yeah if Topher could do it, he could too. Right. But it makes so much. It just totally fits to me that he just imprinted. He might as well.
2: It makes sense. And I like it a lot.
0: Yes. And that would be the easiest way. I mean, getting Topher, that's just easier than trying to figure out himself. Right. Okay, cool. Okay. Likes. I forgot to do my likes. (laughs) I was going to do them. (laughs) We're we're helpless, Kay.
2: I (laughs) brought my notebook at work to work to do it. I worked kind of late tonight, (laughs) and I just didn't get a chance. It was
0: just crazy. It totally escaped me. I thought about it once on my first watch, and was like, oh yeah, I should think of likes and dislikes. Yeah.
2: I only did one watch of these. So. I didn't get my second watch in.
0: I've been busy. <laughs> okay. Likes. Enver, who plays Victor, did an amazing job portraying Dominic, especially how freaked he was to wake up inside a doll's body. What a difference compared to the murdered lady who woke up as Echo in the previous episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That
2: would have been is one of my likes. I loved Victor's reaction. I loved him yes. with
0: Dominic. Oh, man. I Victor's my favorite. I yeah, love Victor. He, he even got like facial expressions down. Yeah, he did good. I'd say that guy's going places, but I haven't <laughs> seen him much, and this was like a while ago. <laughs> he should be going places. Yeah, and I have to confess to uh Mama bearing him at some. At yeah. by the end of these two episodes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Move over. Spike, Don Draper, and Romero. <laughs> Drink Romero. Here comes Victor. Here comes <laughs> Slashy Face Victor.
0: Oh, you get the lollipop. I <laughs> hope there were any pools going on about who Emily is going to mama bear. <laughs> oh, yeah. <okay>. Dollhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Victor.
2: <laughs> Victor right away, my first guess, anyway. <laughs>
0: Alan Could... I think it's Tudick. Tudick. Could they or... not have Tudyk. hired anyone with a normal name? <laughs> I know. Oh. Alan Tudick? I think that's how you say it. Just makes both of these episodes as fake Kepler and Alpha in all his in- incarnations. Oh, I didn't know that was... It's just Wash. I didn't know that was Wash's <laughs> name. Oh, yeah. That's Wash. Okay. Yeah, boy, he was amazing. He was as good as I've ever seen him. Mm-hmm. Um, medicinal carrots. <laughs> <laughs> that was
2: <laughs> I loved it. just that throw of a line when he and Ballard are in the dollhouse and he says that when he hear... Ballard's off camera, you he just hear carrots. <laughs> 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 I love it when off-camera lines oh,
0: work so well like that. <laughs> Carrots. Yeah, it's so funny. Oh, that character was so funny. Walking I, down the up, stairs. Oh, that was my favorite! And that's not my thing. I think it's like... It Walking down the stairs <laughs> is like my favorite thing I've ever
2: seen. <laughs> He he pulled off like a Alexis Denisov like type of you know comedy the (laughs) Yes. Just those giants. (laughs) Oh man Who hasn't feared someone grabbing your ankle when you're walking downstairs that don't have a (laughs) rise?
0: Oh, man, that was so good. Okay. What the BIP? Victor getting his face carved up. Yeah, it was,
2: oh, that was, that was so sad. And the Boyd-Ballard fight. I think it was that one.
0: Oh, sorry. The Boyd-Ballard fight. Yeah, that
2: fight went on longer than I expected it to.
0: <laughs> yeah. Both got pretty cut up, too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Omega. Tim Minear did a commentary with John Pavlich for John's Sofa Dogs podcast. We weren't going to listen to that. Here are a few real minor spoilers, but you could probably listen to it. He brought out that both Alpha and Echo had the same thing done to them, but they turned out different because of who they were underneath. Yeah, Mm -hmm. get that out. He also said that the actress who played Wendy had been up for a few different parts this season, including getting a part in the unused original pilot. Her name is Ashley Johnson. Her IMDB page lists a lot of TV, movie, and animation voice work. I thought she was terrific as Caroline. Yeah, Yeah, she was good.
2: She was good. She looked a little familiar to me, but not enough to be like, who is that?
0: She looked like a child actress that has kind of successfully gone into more adult roles, but I can't think of who exactly at this moment. Right. Right and it could like I actually I be her. her
2: a lot younger. Like I know her as a child actor. Yeah,
0: I I wonder if it really is her. Can I IMDb right now though? Nope. Um but she did great. It was a very non-glamorous role and when you can see an actor not afraid to do stuff like that, it's just a lot of respect and she did very good. Yes, I agree. Um, Emily predicted that Dr. Saunders was a doll and she wanted to see whiskey. You got both at the same time. I know. <laughs> in fact, even when Dominic as Victor said whiskey and she's like, he needs a drink. I was like, oh, whiskey, that was a doll's name. That was a doll's name I wanted to see. I did too. <laughs> but I didn't know my wildest dreams. I well, should for have. A second, I know.
2: I was, I, it did occur to me. I was like, man, he just said whiskey. Is he...
0: I thought it was I on it it did. I had a little flash, but I thought he was a little confused or something.
2: I don't know. It just seems so purposeful, like whiskey of all drinks, you know.
0: Yeah, and I never would have thought it if I hadn't gone through the alphabet and just I wanna see whiskey. (laughs) Right. If
2: we hadn't talked about, you know, seeing wanting to see whiskey and hotel and stuff, you know.
0: I don't remember predicting that Dr. Saunders was a doll.
2: I kind of think it was me, because I wrote that down. I was like, didn't I think I predicted she was a doll?
0: I don't remember at all. I don't know. Uh, okay. I so. think it was me, because didn't I say,
2: I get to predict that someone's a doll? And, <gasps> no.
0: Because
2: you yeah. had predicted Melly.
0: I think And I just... remember thinking when it happened, going, oh, Sue got to do a prediction, and she got that one right, and I left. <laughs> it must be that. I don't know. Um, been you. I don't know. I did predict Briar Rose was going to be a Sleeping Beauty um, thing.
2: I like it when just one of us gets it right. I don't really care if it was you or me. No, I don't
0: either. <laughs> you know? I don't, I don't like need the credit. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like. <coughs> it happened on our about... podcast by either of us. Yeah. Good enough. <clears throat>
2: But I do think it was me that predicted Doctor Sander. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I got Briar Rose. <laughs> I also, I think, I had predicted something else about.
2: You predicted that Alpha was going to break into Dollhouse and kidnap Echo. <laughs>
3: I did. That's what it was. <laughs>
2: So that was a good
0: one <laughs> when i heard i again watched this before editing and when i heard that i was like ding 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 because <laughs> yep. i always forget i almost always forget i forget half my predictions let's say
2: well it's the last thing we do it's usually pretty late and it's yep. just i don't know it's there, more just for fun
0: and it's really just top of your head it's not like i sit and ponder but, yeah but when face when i need to predict it just all comes tumbling out yeah Okay, likes. It's sort of a visual pun, but I like how Ballard gets to save Caroline by catching her wedge. Yeah. Uh, after all that I have been saying since the show started, kind of shipping those two now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Seeing, I'm still. I'm still kind of going with because I think I mentioned this in one of the very first recordings. That like, I, I'm thinking she might be a sister or something. Nah, I don't know.
0: No, I'm thinking they're gonna get together. They they gave each other a look.
2: Oh, he did have that dream that they made out, so that would be gross. Yeah. Okay, you? Never,
0: okay, never mind. <laughs> So, whether he's been crushing on her this whole time or not, which I still say no, now I think he is. And that's why I think people, I bet it happens, and that people kind of
2: forget.
0: Yeah, and they kind of, at um, the beginning, kind of put it in there. In their brains, and right. when they see it, they read into it. Anyway. I just think it's no, funny. No, he definitely
2: I... does, because he's only there to rescue her, not everyone.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway, they just gave each other a look outside at the end of Omega and I'm like, I hear bells. <laughs> nice. But I thought it was cute at the end when he... Uh... Talked about saving that one person, that they need to keep their promise. Blah blah blah, and he made up that deal to oh, have know. the the surprise that it's um Melly. That was sweet. Yes, I like that a lot. I did too, but I don't think it's because he is going to now have a relationship with her. I think that was just uh.
2: No, that was just out of pure, yeah, like, that was his neighbor. Yeah. And he kind of had a little fling with her, and I think he truly did like her. Yeah. And he knows that what these people have done to her, you know? So, I just have some, we'll talk about that scene more when we get to it. because I have some questions about it.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, when Alpha is having arguments between his different personalities, including the schizophrenic one. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> so funny. I love that one of his personalities is a, uh, like, <laughs> disassociative, <laughs> split personality person. Yeah.
0: Like, well, it's not like I'm a split personality. Well, one of the personalities. Is a <laughs> That was a nice little joke. There are some fascinating philosophical questions raised in this episode about the self. Who is more deserving of Caroline's body, Caroline or Echo? The same could be said about Whiskey. What if Dr. Saunders doesn't want to get wiped and return to her original personality? I kind of think at this point... Okay, I guess this is just my headcanon, but I feel like... At this point, if Caroline and only Caroline gets in there, it would be both of them wouldn't it? It just kind of fuse
2: that's yeah,
0: because Caroline I mean echo seems at this point, I'd guess she's like the shell and the soul,
2: mm-hmm,
0: just like a wiped personality, but her soul's in there, so echo still just kind of just seems like still a part of Caroline. I don't think of her as a totally separate person. Right. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. And as far as Whiskey and Dr. Saunders, I have no idea. That one, I'm a little... I'm not confused.
2: I'm just... So she knows that she's been imprinted as this doctor, right? She's got this awareness.
0: Yeah, and wasn't Dr. Saunders a male? Yeah. That's weird. That's a new one. That's a new one, yeah. Because does this Dr. Saunders and Whiskey's body feel like a woman? Kind of, I don't know. That's really... Right,
2: because there would be male think patterns and female think patterns and,
0: you know. Yeah, and attractions and yeah just, yeah there's there's differences there there's a a male brain and a female and a brain. female brain right well in
2: just at the end when she says to Topher you know I just you know why did you imprint me to hate you so much what was that all about
0: yeah what was that <laughs> and also it's not it Maybe it's just aspects of Dr. Saunders, and maybe it's aspects of Dr. Saunders in a female, because it's not pure Dr. Saunders, because there's more computer skills. That's right. So
2: maybe it's just, like, the medical knowledge and not necessarily, like, personality stuff. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's a weird one, and I I hope they explore it more. It just, it concerns me that Amy Acker is still considered a guest star.
4: Huh.
2: It's like, so does that? I mean, she seems to have been in pretty much every episode. Why Why isn't she a regular? Is she going to go away? <laughs> Are we not going to get more? <laughs> I, <laughs>
0: I want more. <laughs> well, you know, Tara was wasn't a regular for Seasons and seasons, so...
2: Well, yeah, and Melissa McBride was a guest star of Walking Dead for, like, the first three or four seasons. She didn't get regular until...
0: Yeah, that can, you know, that, that, can that just be all about contracts and stuff. Yeah, I guess so. And not necessarily a clue that they're going away quickly. Yeah. But this, yeah, this whole Whiskey Dr. Saunders thing has raised a whole bevy of new yes questions in my mind. And Same. one of them is male just I didn't know that like some of the I never thought about aspects of personalities just coming from males and females going in which is probably true now
2: I guess they could I mean like if they're going to imprint say Sierra with like FBI forensic knowledge it could have come from a guy I guess yeah you know never really thought of it
0: well absolutely now that yeah this has come up
2: right I'm just really curious about that line she said to Tover, you know because that was a pretty effective line. I, oh, yeah. that would, I would have a hard time believing that they're just going to let that go.
0: <laughs> oh, no. That's going to be a story. And maybe that's going to be part of the finale. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, interesting stuff. Yep. Very curious as to what's going to happen next with that. All right. He's got some questions. <laughs> I guess things for us to ponder. Why was Alpha so glitchy in this episode compared to how he was in Briar Rose? I didn't notice him super glitchy. Well, yeah, I guess he wasn't glitchy at all when he was pretending or (laughs) maybe he's breaking down. He was fine when he was just being the environmental guy. He never seemed to switch personalities.
2: I'm thinking breaking down a little, like, so. So in Briar Rose, he was mainly that Kepler guy. Yeah. And then in Omega. He was like, maybe pieces. maybe the split personality is his true personality. The attempted murderer, you know? Maybe. It, why would they imprint someone with a split personality? That. Even... I don't think he
0: has that one in him, though. He destroyed he he it. Oh. He His soul is right. of a psychopath. Yeah.
2: Well, that could just be what's coming out is like the real psychopath in
0: him. And I don't know. But, yeah, that's weird. Why in the world would they even have someone that's a split personality that could have been downloaded into them right
2: what would what would could possibly be the purpose of that <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> unless
2: some psychologist wanted a weekend with a you know maybe over it. What is Doctor Edwards in Bates Motel needs to practice on someone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, personally, I think that was his true self coming through. Is why it got glitchy. That's my guess.
0: Um. My guess is that there was some sort of... I think he's one of those people that thinks he's in control.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But... And he had a good handle on it when he was breaking into the dollhouse, but once it got exciting and he got Echo, maybe he just loses his grip a little bit. That's my guess. Yeah,
2: that, that could...
0: Yeah, like an adrenaline
2: shot, you know. I mean, Mm -hmm. it just, uh, I think. Once his plan is actually coming to fruition, you know, it might get a little bit more like woohoo,
0: you know. Yeah, and I think that's true of psychopaths and serial killers. They, you know, are known for being very steady, but they can also get to a point where they just get to. Too caught up in what they're doing, and right, lose their grip, and you know that's when they start getting caught.
2: Yeah. Well, and I mean, we're we things. Did the glitches start like when things started kind of going out of control a little bit, like maybe not according to his exact plan? <laughs> Like, Um, he obviously has spent a long time planning every little bit of this, you know.
0: Right. He was pretty glitchy in the car, which was the beginning. Yeah. It was like...
2: Well, maybe he didn't plan on her yelling at him about not bringing that one t-shirt. Like, this is a part of the plan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think she wasn't yelling at him. It was the shopkeeper in the back. Oh. She had bought some things, a Juicy Couture shirt, and she yelled at
2: oh, that's right. the girl
0: that's, in the back because right. they happened to have her. She, like, forgot to put it in the bag or something. That's right. It seemed it seemed to start coming out when, like, she annoyed him. Right. Like, maybe Echo just makes them lose his cool. Maybe. Um, okay, then he says, it feels like a bit of a stretch that whiskey was the most popular active. Oh, I don't know. Amy Acker's pretty popular. (laughs) (laughs) I have no problem with that. Um. Will Victor be sidelined now, too? Will he get an imprint for in-house work? I'm guessing... Yeah, I think he'll be like a, yeah, in house workers.
2: Yeah, they're not going to. Of course, he's going to be out. sidelined.
0: You know, he's
2: he can't go out as like the handsome boy anymore.
0: No, I wonder. And... I wonder if anything will happen with Adele if she's still. I mean, I'll, I I can't not think that she has a little thing for him. She's got to. So I wonder if she'll be like, you know, keep him as a little house pet. (laughs) (laughs) He's in the attic.
2: (laughs) He's her (laughs) agitar.
3: Yep.
0: (laughs) Confess, that's exactly what I was (laughs) thinking. Like it doesn't quite fit. <laughs> I wanna see him with
2: that guitar so bad.
0: <laughs> He'd nail it. He would. But yeah, she's gonna pretend he's in the attic. Right. Uh okay. Mm -hmm. who has a fantasy of being kidnapped by psychotic lovers on the run i don't know (laughs) a psycho that guy really regretted it (laughs) (laughs) that was a really weird fantasy dude
2: (laughs) they weren't supposed to start becoming (laughs) (laughs) self-aware oh man People have weird fetishes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Someone I... had seen Naturborn Killers too many times. Oh, that
0: was, yeah. Totally Mickey and Mallory.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like one of my first notes. What is this? <laughs> Alpha and Echo
0: Knox. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote. <laughs> what person did Alpha put in Echo? Oh Mallory <laughs> <laughs> no i I guarantee it's some guy that loves that movie and yep, that is <laughs> what's well, his fantasy. yep
2: yeah, spend a weekend with Mickey and Mallory.
0: Um uh, and then he says, "What is with all the eye gouging in these weed shows?"
2: <laughs> because <laughs> Joss Whedon knows it's really gross, and he likes to gross us out.
0: This was a really unconvincing eye gouge, though. Did you see his thumbs? They just seemed so yes. far away from the eyes.
2: Oh, I I had to turn away, and usually I don't have to turn away at things. You know, it's.
0: I didn't turn away. I got I got pulled out of it by how fake it looked.
2: <laughs> it was just really gross. I hate eye things, and I didn't like how far in his thumbs went. And I it was gross. <laughs> but yes, Joss Whedon loves that. He loves to gross this out.
0: Yeah. And you know, it's, it's a vulnerable part of a person to go through yes. the eyes.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: That's what they tell you in self-defense classes. And then he says, next, a very special episode of Dollhouse. (laughs) Oh, no.
3: (laughs) A Christmas special?
0: (laughs) What about drugs and alcohol? Is it beer bad? (laughs) Is it
2: the musical one? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, Harold. Thanks, Harold. Musical one where they just sing about doing yoga and cutting (laughs) bonsai (laughs) trees. Eating pancakes.
3: I will do my best.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is a musical, (laughs) right? Did I fall asleep? <laughs>
3: <laughs> the, the lament of Alpha. <laughs> that
2: us see, rise itself. <laughs> no, we, we will have five numbers to you at the end of the week. Adele, Adele singing. Some song about Roger. <laughs> oh,
0: don't forget <laughs> Topher's a genius tap dance. This <laughs> would <laughs> totally be a tap dance number. <laughs> It's <laughs> song and dance about banana pancakes. <laughs> yes.
3: Uh, okay. Sorry. Thanks, Carol. <laughs> Carol. <laughs>
0: Watch that prediction come true. <laughs> that would be so amazing. <laughs> Somehow everyone's kept secret that there's a dollhouse musical.
2: <laughs> uh, okay. And okay, so then our other imprint is from Ray. He says, Briar Rhodes, I just love this episode. It's put together so well. Every piece laid out throughout the episode comes together. It's probably my episode, my favorite episode of the season. This one was written by Jane Espenson. Oh, I missed that. I didn't see that. And I see a lot of her signature sense of humor throughout. The body cop aspect with Ballard and Alpha posing as, as Stephen is really hilarious. Jane writes that stuff so well. She always wrote the funniest Spike dialogue in Buffy, I thought. The Mm -hmm. acting is fantastic as well. Enver's impression of Mr. Dominic is so spot on, it's amazing. And Miracle is so great in the scenes where Paul is breaking up with her, and then the following up scenes where she is heartbroken. Yeah, that was really sad.
0: Yeah, that was sad. And he just had... No, he. I don't know. He didn't have any sympathy for it, it didn't seem. I didn't see him break at all. Uh-uh.
2: No. He had to. It seemed like such a risky choice, too, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I, I think he just had to be so cold to make it sound like he just didn't like her. Yeah. As to not make it suspicious, you know? Yep. It was, yeah. Uh, Amy Ecker is finally given some strong material and is great in her scenes with Echo. And lastly, you have to talk about Alan Tudyk as both well. Stephen, the environmentalist pothead who is scared of people. And then the amazing turn that he makes into the crazy alpha, just masterful work. He makes the perfect alpha because you buy him as the comedic relief of the episode, and then when he goes crazy and reveals himself, it is it feels so unexpected. I don't know if you guys caught on to the alpha reveal before the show revealed it, but I know that my first time through, I did not. So you did? I did
3: not. <laughs> it's been
2: jiggy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is a throw, such a throwaway line for it too.
2: Oh, I know, I know. It's like I can't blame her, but
0: <laughs> you know,
2: she never knew that my mind would be like, hmm. <laughs> 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 what did she mean by that? Um, there are just so many layers to this plan by Alpha that swerve not only the people in charge of the dollhouse and Paul, but also the viewer. Sending the flash drive to Dominic, which ended up making everyone think that he was in Tucson, which we now know is where the dollhouse corporate headquarters are, and then taking advantage of Paul's obsession with the dollhouse by using him as a distraction once he was inside were very smart moves. When you think about Alpha's full plan and how intricate it was, there may need to be a little bit of shushing, (laughs) but I think that as a viewer, it made for a great twist.
0: I haven't shushed anything. I I don't know if I get it fully enough to shush it. Yeah, the I didn't do a lot of shushing. Uh uh-uh. mm.
2: I would say the only thing I shushed a little bit was just how easily they got into the dollhouse.
0: Mm.
2: But you know, again, this guy helped design it, so
0: who better? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, my husband builds buildings. I'm sure he could get into buildings that no one else could get into because yeah. he built it. You know. So, I get it. Um, and I loved how they used the Briar Rose story to fool the audience as well. They made it seem like Paul would be coming in and saving Caroline, just like the prince did in the story, only for it to actually be Alpha who saved Echo. Quote, unquote, saved. Um, <laughs> I think the way that all these elements come together are just about perfect. Even calling back to the first couple of episodes with Echo's trust in Boyd paid off. Yep. I think the storytelling and the acting just comes together so well in this one and make it a great episode. Even if the ending makes it seem like this is only part one of a two part story.
0: Yeah. i um, talking about the Prince thing. When she, turned her younger self into uh-huh. the prince.
3: Uh-huh.
0: I thought I immediately went, "Okay, well, she's not going to be a sleeping beauty saved either. She's going to save herself." Right. And so right. It, that was paid off on the next episode. Yes. When she's like, "Screw screw you and your plan." <laughs> to Alpha
2: Oh, that was so great.
0: And then she was literally saving herself also as right. a microchip or whatever.
2: Right, right. That'd just be... <laughs> I was just watching that go. And like I said, I've only watched a beach once. But just, <laughs> I wrote down, I would love to watch myself kick someone's ass like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to watch again. Um. I don't remember now my little dings. Mm hmm. But there are a few of them that's kind of fun to rewatch. And I'm sure the whole season will be fun to rewatch. Knowing stuff. Mm-hmm.
2: Now. Right,
0: right. Anyway.
2: Um. I did like Echo's trust in Boyd paying off, too, because. Like. She's got a new handler now that she would have gone through all that with, but yet she remembers trusting Boyd, even though he's got a whole new position. I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Not super surprising to me. They just, they've played that up so much. Right, right. During the season. That I can't say it surprised me. No.
2: Not surprised, it was just...
0: But a good payoff, yeah.
2: A good payoff, Yeah. Um. Okay, so for Omega. After the great reveal of Alpha in the last episode, I can't help but be a little disappointed in the way it played out. It's hard for me to follow exactly what Alpha's plan is and what his end game is supposed to be. That's kind of where I'm at too. I, I just I think scared. I have a grip of it and then I lose it when I try and think about it. It kind of goes away. Like, My
0: brain just said, "Okay, he is. He looks at himself as a superior being, uh-huh. and he needs a. And he's obsessed with Echo. He needs himself a superior. It's almost like Frankenstein's monster needs. That's what another I was thinking monster.
2: when I was watching it. I was like, he's making his own Frankenstein's bride. Yeah, the bride of Frankenstein.
0: But and I also. Um, on addition to that, I feel like we just haven't been revealed his exact plan. And that was going to be the next step. Right. Once he got her, we, we'd find out that he's got this big plan, but his big, you know, a, a psychopathic brain like that, the big plan can just be to get the girl, you know? Yeah. The yeah. one you're obsessed with that can be an end game. And so
2: did he want so he his plan is to imprint Echo with, you know, all these different imprints that she's had and then have her kill the girl who's tied up, who's got Caroline's brain. Yeah. Is that just to get rid of Caroline altogether?
0: I think so, because I think he wanted to get rid of his own personality. And so likewise, this. you know, monster he's creating needs to get rid of it.
2: Get rid of her original. Her original self.
0: And I don't think for a second he ever thought she'd turn on him. That did not cross his mind. Uh
2: -uh. It crossed mine as soon as she got out of the chair. I was like, oh, I hope she turns on him. (laughs)
0: Me too. I was like,
2: this is going to be sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Okay, um, all this messing with the dollhouse and all he wanted in the end was to make Echo his girlfriend by putting all her imprints into her head at once. I mean, it still plays out pretty interestingly with Caroline's personality being put into the body of Chrissy Seaver and how freaky that situation was. Chrissy Seaver, is that the name of the actress then, I guess, who played the girl or is that a character?
0: <laughs> it could have been the car- the girl, character girl. I don't know. I, I think the think. character's
2: name was Wendy. I want to say You're it was right, Wendy. You're right, it was Wendy. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, it must be.
2: But I'm like, Chrissy Siever? was she on what was that show with the Sievers?
0: Um Paints. <laughs> Is that where I know her? Was she the little girl in that? I don't know. <laughs> um,
2: I'm guessing it's probably the actor's name. I'm just gonna Google Chrissy Siever.
0: <laughs> 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 um... Because I think i'm it's either now I feel like she is a little girl from like an early nineties or a late eighties t v show.
2: she has a very unique like mouth and jawline growing pains, okay that really I was like, I know her from somewhere, and I did keep thinking I know her as a child or something, like this is a yeah child- I was doing the exact. That's grown up. Same. And this is the grown up that I know, you know? Yeah. Um, Caroline's personality being put in the body of Christy Siebert and how freaky that situation was must've been weird for Caroline to see someone else controlling her own body. That would be so weird. Mm-hmm. The other cool fact to come out is that Dr. Saunders is actually an old active whiskey and that Alpha carved up her face so that Echo could be the number one girl. I remember being really surprised when the reveal happened, where it was Whiskey dancing in the flashback and not Echo. It was well done. Oh yeah, that was total surprise. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the end, Paul does save Caroline in a weird dollhouse sort of way by rescuing the wedge that has her personality on it. And in one more twist, Paul seems to have accepted a job working for the dollhouse in exchange for November's release and not Echoes. Knowing what we know about her losing her daughter, Katie, and the hurt that she was running away from when she signed up, is that really even a good thing for her? Do you guys think we will ever see her again?
0: I don't know. (sighs) I know. That's, I have questions about that. Yeah, I had big questions too. I'm like, because we were like, maybe she wanted to be signed up forever. I mean, well, cause it doesn't make any sense if she was doing it to get away from the grief. She's not. Cause it's like a blink of an eye, those five years for them.
2: Right. Cause that's my question. It's like, as soon as she became her real self again, why didn't she just like fall on the floor grieving about her daughter again? Yep. You, you know what I mean? Like, cause as soon as, As soon as like Caroline's personality came back in Wendy, she was just like, "Has it been five years?" (laughs) You know? Yeah. (laughs) So, and I think Melly did that same thing too. Has it been five years already, or something? I don't know. It. The Melly, I don't know. I. They made with all those mug shots and fake IDs and stuff that they flashed in the last episode, and it's like, are they really just going to let that go? That's, I don't want them to. I don't know. I, I don't want them to either, but they could. I guess they could. I guess they could feel
0: like that wraps her up. It doesn't, but it if they doesn't. want to, it does. Like- yeah,
2: exactly. It leaves it really... I don't have the closure I want with her. But I have a feeling we're not going to see her again. But then again, this is a Joss Whedon show.
0: Yep. But but yeah. they only have one more season.
2: There's only one more season. And for her to come back means that she'd have to re-enlist.
0: Yeah, unless, unless she comes back because she's suffering some sort of weird...
2: Uh, Oh, like After Effects?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because who knows how many of these people have really fulfilled their contracts and are out there. Because a lot of them sure seem to be in the attic. (laughs) (laughs) Some of them have died,
0: and I don't know how long this place has been around, you know? I was also wondering, what do they do at the end of the contract for, like, Victor and Whiskey? Be like, sorry. Sorry your face is all messed up. but
2: You signed the consent form. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you
2: read the small print. <laughs> Here's a lot of money. Get out of here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It didn't... Well, I didn't know about it until this episode that she, you know, wasn't active, Dr. Right. Saunders. But with Victor... Well, it-
2: It just, it could be one of those things that, since they got hurt under their eye and they were supposed to take care of them, they just keep them and imprint them with jobs. You know? Mm hmm Like,
0: I have a feeling Dr. Saunders is going to be Dr. Saunders for a long time. I don't know. Possibly. Although, there's some weirdness now. There is some weirdness.
2: Yeah. Um, he ends it with, overall, I liked Briar Rose more than Omega, but I think both are very good and a lot of fun. Agreed. Agreed, but man, slightly better. There's Only the, slightly better. There's a pretty small margin between the two.
0: I don't have any complaints about Omega. Mm-mm. And I really liked all the... Seeing what happened with... Yeah, I don't know. It's a hard... It's a hard case for me. Which is better, actually, thinking about it? I yeah. I love the uh, all the flashbacks watching Alpha in the Dollhouse and what actually happened, and boy, it's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it makes the fact that Tulfer kind of seemed pretty condescending towards Doctor Saunders quite a bit, and kind of bossy towards her. It makes... I bet he didn't act that way to the real Dr. Saunders. Right. Just through the season he has. Right. I don't know. It's... I don't know what's going on with
2: those two. I'm excited to find out.
0: Me too. Very excited. So, I did a little Googling. And Mm -hmm. yes, she played... She's like the cousin Oliver of Growing Pains, <laughs> which I thought that was Leonardo DiCaprio. I did too. I was <laughs> they like oh, did I another know. one.
2: <laughs> How do I remember a girl, cousin Oliver on
0: Growing Pains? but there was I, I I totally remember her, and that is exactly who it is and exactly what I've been trying to remember. so thank you, Raymond, for that little Chrissy Siever reference. <laughs> that's totally it but there's another part I saw her in and it shows a picture of her with this pink hair and I swear I know that oh well I
2: just I just googled Chrissy Seaver Growing Pains and see the pictures of her and Boy, I just don't remember that little girl at all being on Growing Pains.
0: I do. In a way. Maybe. I have...
2: Mm. But... That's one of those shows that I kind of grew out of. Like, it kind of...
0: Yeah, I was four years younger than you, so... Yeah,
2: I don't think I was watching Growing Pains in its final couple <laughs> seasons. Like, when did
0: it run? See, that's how I feel about Full House. I remember watching it at the beginning, being young enough, but growing out of it and being like, "Nah." And then I just, absolute no interest for the remake or whatever.
2: Yeah, see, Growing Pains ran from 85 to 92. No way was I watching
0: it. 92? That's what it says. I was in, like, junior high by then. Yeah. So... I don't think I
2: age wise I bet I watched the first two three seasons.
0: Yeah, I I have images of the last I re, I have images of her but not very many.
2: I I just don't. So she must have been in the last couple cuz I was in college. I wasn't watching Growing Pains. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 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 I was going to dead shows in college. I wasn't watching Girl in Pains. <laughs> so. So I know her from something else. Unless it's just a weird... I did see a couple episodes and for some reason I remember her, but I don't. <laughs> so. Okay. Anywho, well, thanks, Ray. Thank you, Ray.
0: Oh, she was in The Avengers. Just a waitress, though. I'm on her IMDb. I'm not going to... Look into her. I think she does a lot of voice acting. She was on well, the help. I didn't see that. What women want? I did see that once in the theater, a long time ago.
2: Didn't she die in the episode? So she's not going to come back.
0: Oh sure, yeah.
2: So I think it's safe to safe to IMDb here.
0: She was in the killing. Oh, she was in. Joss Whedon's a much-do. She was in The Killing. Uh
2: That must be what I know her from then.
0: Amber Ahmed. If that helps.
2: Not at all. (laughs) But I still have... I don't know. I don't know. She's a mystery to me.
0: I'm convinced there's going to be something that totally clicks here in a minute. Oh my gosh! There was something called Growing Pains: Return of the Seavers in two (laughs) thousand four. Oh my gosh! I don't know if it's a movie or a show, but wow, it happened. (laughs) (laughs) It actually happened. I didn't even hear about it. Oh, and there's Growing Pains, the movie in two thousand. Wow. Oh, oh! I got it. She was in Wings. This one episode, and I remember it. I totally, that is totally it. What, That's what I know we're the most from.
2: One episode of Wings?
0: Yeah. Ah, phew, I'm glad I kept going.
2: What episode?
0: It was an episode where these letters from someone named R were mistakenly sent to, like, Brian's house. And they were like love letters, and he started falling in love with this R lady. And they were very poetic and just talking about this guy. And so he goes to her house, and she's 12. (laughs) She was writing letters to another 12-year-old that used to live in that house.
2: (laughs) And you got that from, what, the title of the
0: episode? Just Wings. It the second I saw she was on Wings, I'm like, oh, she's Rebecca.
3: <laughs> Don't
0: worry about it.
2: Emily's Wings knowledge would amaze you. <laughs> That's probably, you guys watched it so much. You watched it so much. That's probably where I saw it, too. Right <laughs> know her. But I don't remember that episode. <laughs> oh, man.
0: I wonder if it's still on. That's funny. I wonder if it's, I wonder if Wings is still on. Um. It's probably on, like, Netflix. Netflix. It was, and I watched it a few years ago, and it totally held up. Just me. <laughs> I'm sure it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> But I had a lot of fun on that rewatch. Nice. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So. Nothing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You can edit that out if you want. (laughs) Save yourself some
0: (laughs) embarrassment. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) Be proud. I, uh. No shame. It's a guilty pleasure. It was my high school show. Yep. Let my freak flag fly a little bit. (laughs) I like wigs. Do your worst, people. (laughs) Come at me. (laughs) We all have guilty pleasures. Just remind you all.
2: (laughs) And... After we finish Dollhouse and possibly Firefly, it's MNC Watch Wings. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to have Cat on. Yep, you and Cat would have to guide me through. <laughs> Although, uh, I've seen a lot of it. <laughs> oh, man. That's good stuff. Okay, let's get right.
0: into what. All right, so Briar Rose. Should we read a little blurby? Oh, that's right. We forgot
2: to do that last time.
0: We did. Sorry, Harold. Yeah. Okay. I'll read Briar Rose. Written by Jane Espenson, directed by Brian Little. Echo helps a young girl deal with her traumatic past using the fairy tale of Briar Rose, Sleeping Beauty, as a vehicle... A corpse apparently slain by Alpha turns up in Tucson, Arizona, with Sierra imprinted as an FBI forensic expert to investigate. And a thumb drive arrives for Dominic, who is imprinted into Victor's body for questioning. Ballard's investigation leads him to the dollhouse's agoraphobic pothead architect Stephen Kepler, guest star Alan Tudyk, and with his forced assistance manages to sneak into the dollhouse. Though Ballard finds Caroline, Boyd manages to detain him. He takes Ballard to DeWitt for questioning, where they learn from Sienna, Sierra. Okay, here's a little real-life problem. I have a good friend named Sienna. (laughs) And ever since I started watching Dollhouse, I mix up their names. (laughs) (laughs) Easy to do. Yep. From Sierra, that the Tucson corpse is that of the real Stephen Kepler. Ballard's helper is actually Alpha, who reveals himself by attacking Victor and Dr. Saunders. Alpha imprints Echo as someone who recognizes him. With Sleeping Beauty now awakened, the lovers escape the dollhouse together.
2: Man, they packed a lot of in, lot into that episode.
0: (laughs) Again, yeah, I watched them both back to back and... Like I said, I kept panicking that I was watching. I was like, that would suck so bad if I found that I like watched <laughs> the last episode. <clears throat> a lot was packed in.
2: I totally could have used seeing more of Sierra as the f b i she was yeah. great,
0: yeah, did they like imprint Melly also as one? What happened there? You know, I was just gonna ask you, there's a scene. I'm just that just came
2: to mind. It I just thought, came to my mind they too. They do there. <laughs> yeah, I think it's in Omega though. Hmm. Shoot, they did. They sent Sierra and Melly on a little mission because Paul's in the room when they get imprinted. Yeah, and they have a funny little exchange about uh-huh, about being in their pajamas
0: hmm Oh, and she's weirdly like flirtatious. Is it with Ballard? Yeah. That's right. That's right. Grandpa what happened was... with that? I've told totally... her. What was that little mission? <laughs> I don't
2: know. It had to have something to do with like trying to figure out where Alpha was or something. Maybe. <laughs> I don't. Maybe one of us wrote something down in our notes and we'll remember. <laughs> I doubt it's me.
0: <laughs> I doubt it's me too. <laughs>
3: shoot. <laughs> I was
0: actually as we uh talked about these, I was going to play it silently on the iPad so I could just oh, remember yeah. scenes.
2: Not a bad idea. But oh well. Maybe maybe we'll remember.
0: Yep, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um that's when we could use, like, the more detailed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. Okay, so my first note is, okay, <laughs> so Caroline is an imprint of this little girl. How? How did they get the imprint um... of the girl? Did they really make the little
0: girl go through that? <laughs> I don't know. I have a lot of I had to have questions that i'm not sure are even worth asking
2: like how does the child services people afford the dollhouse tire the dollhouse
0: <laughs> i think that i don't think they did because they didn't know that lady didn't seem to know at all she seemed it sounded almost like tofer was doing like an altruistic altruistic Ah. um, thing.
2: Like just a maybe just mm, like an experiment. An experiment, yeah. Like I wonder if I could help trouble kids. Yeah. But he would have to get the imprint from that kid.
0: We still don't know how they do that exactly, do we? I guess we, do you have to go through that thing? I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. I mean. <laughs> I can't imagine they did. We have
2: suggestions that, you know, the, what was her name, Margaret in the Haunted, like, went through it voluntarily and was willing to do the painful, you know.
0: Yeah, it's probably more like the mysterious Patton Oswalt wife thing. They can somehow do it without having the person by just doing composites of personalities. I don't know. I don't know.
2: This seemed... No, because she was this little girl as a successful grown-up.
0: Yeah, and Topher kind of explained... I I don't know. I don't, I don't know. it's probably not worth spending 20 minutes no. talking about it. No. Because we're not going to come up <laughs> with <it>. just... <laughs> No. And it it's was... Just... It was pretty much seemed to be just a device. But it's also... Possibly just more hints about what they can do and what they're doing, you know. Right. It's It all seems throwaway, but when you put it all together, you're getting little bits and pieces of what they're doing and what they can do. Right. Which apparently is, uh, there is going to be some, that's a thing, is there's going to be a reveal, we know this, about what their true purpose is. Because that's what Valor was sent to find out. We haven't gotten there yet.
2: Yeah. And how they get the imprint and stuff, that could just be just one of those little like sci-fi elements that we We're just need to accept thrush. that they can they can do it. Yeah. And we just we need to kind of. just stop. Yeah. How? You know, just leave it alone. They can do it. Move on. <laughs> yep. But I like the idea that it was kind of an experiment of Topher's because what a great thing, you know, to...
0: Yeah, was a hint that he's not that bad of a guy? Yeah, because... We had another one last episode. Right.
2: Because, I mean, to take a troubled kid who's been in multiple foster homes and pair him with an adult who truly understands what's going on in their brain because it's in their brain too.
0: That's, that's awesome. You know, it is. I mean, you can be less generous and say he's just has such a huge ego. You know, he's almost like feeling like he, and you think he does, he, you know, kind of like he plays God. He does. And thinks of himself as
2: he does, but,
0: if you want to be less generous you can look at it that way You're or good. you can be generous and be like wow the things he can do that's cool
2: and I like to think that once in a while he's like we could do good stuff with this
0: you know instead of just fantasies and stuff yeah so just because he has a huge ego and is a genius you know so did a lot of great men in history <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it'd be kind of hard not to. I mean, oh, sure. You know? <laughs> yeah. So.
2: Um, now, poor Melly, don't jump. <laughs> oh, I know. I felt so bad for her, but. We kind of talked it through. That breakup scene was hard to watch. It was it that. was
0: tough and a little uncomfortable, and
2: yeah, and he just kind of had
0: to make himself the dick, you know yeah i I thought it was a um. I thought it was a little sad that he had trophies up in his living room <laughs> he did <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he packed two of the he packed up two trophies in those boxes when he was talking to her. I just thought eh.
2: okay, so adult male bachelor <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: trophies in your living room uh, kind of sad, <laughs> unless it's like a I mean, like what, like a bowling trophy? That's <laughs> what could have been. There was one fair-sized one, and then one that was like, those like, almost looked like a double rig, you know. Like a bowling one. I just saw, is that like from the swim team in high school? I hope not. Because yeah. <laughs> you're an adult. It's time to keep those at your parents' house. <laughs> yes. Let your parents be proud still. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you're that age, and if they are from back then, as a chick, it's not impressive. <laughs> it's a little sad.
2: <laughs> Doesn't impress chicks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was smart of him to follow her so I guess he knew that the dollhouse people would come get her
0: yeah that was smart
2: yeah risky though pretty risky
0: indeed yeah I feel like in movies and TV shows people follow and stake out just so obviously there's no way you wouldn't notice
3: (laughs) I know (laughs)
0: one of my shushers in many
2: shows. Totally, like when they're on a dark street, and so the car they're following pulls out, and then they just pull out immediately. Yeah,
0: or they're just like right across the street, right in front of the house, and just right there, (laughs) window open, (laughs) (laughs) watching the person. (laughs) Like, I gotta say, I am, I don't think I'm overly like, perceptive about what's around me but i there's no way i wouldn't notice someone sitting in the car looking at me from across the street no there's no way Uh -uh. and something like this they'd that'd be part of their job (laughs) you would think
2: yeah especially if she's the active who was imprinted to be the girlfriend of an FBI agent that's, yeah. you know you'd think but, they'd be, like, extra
0: cautious well, they're do. you know Adele even said, "We, you've caused us a lot of trouble <laughs> yep. <laughs>
2: yep yep I've got this is when they, before we met Wash in person, just, they showed a picture of him on the computer or something and I'm like, haha, is that Wash? I'm like, okay, watch equals alpha. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
0: That's funny. That's funny to me that it just wasn't in my head at the time. I just, I think I needed to be like, okay, Iggy said, you know, it's like it was separate in my head. I didn't think, okay, Iggy said that knowing who it was, was spoiled her. Mm -hmm. So look for someone I know. No, I just watched and was like, ooh, (laughs) Oh, there's someone I (laughs) know—the guest star. (laughs) No, you know it happens with Joss Whedon shows all the time. He uses the same actors, and yeah, yeah. So it just wasn't anything too crazy to me. But yeah, I I just didn't. I wasn't watching this as a detective. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I yeah, I didn't mean to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, on a different day, I probably yeah. could have.
2: Yeah, just as soon as I, saw, as I remembered what she said, I was like, oh, this must be Alpha then. Which it still played out a lot of fun, you know. Oh, yeah. For sure. Because I did go back and forth. Like, maybe this isn't him. You know, maybe this is just a guest star.
0: Well, that's totally what I did with Miss Lonely Hearts and Victor. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I knew I knew it. Because I got spoiled by Netflix. And then they kept throwing me off. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. What's your next note? (laughs) It's when he pulls the urn out of the fridge. And then he's like, I also have (laughs) pom. It was hilarious. And then my next note is, I built a shell. (laughs) I love how he does that. And he, like, just kind of puts his hand over his mouth, like, shut up. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But it wasn't in, like, a clasp your hand. It was just more like this. (laughs) He did so good. I can't say enough about this performance.
2: It was great, and it... It would have been fun to have at least seen a little bit what the real Dr. Kepler or Mr. Stephen Kepler was like.
0: Yes, that would
2: have been fun. But you just you get such an idea of what he was like just from this yeah. performance. Like Sure. You know. So you don't really need it. You don't need it like we did with The Haunted Lady. It would
0: have been... Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you don't
2: need it. It still would have been fun, though, to see someone else acting like that and then to watch him do it.
0: If he's as good an actor as... Is... Tudic is. Right. <laughs> you know, he'd have to nail it. Or, I don't know, maybe not. Right.
2: Well, it would have ruined the whole... We would have known...
0: You know, I mean... Yeah. Well, it a, would it would just have to be a flashback after the reveal. Exactly. Yeah. Which would have been super fun. But they already packed in a lot.
2: <laughs> so So Victor is Dominic was just fantastic. Oh yeah. And I've got okay, so So Alpha sent Dominic the flash drive.
0: yes giving him a clue I think it was just all orchestrated that he wanted him to know he was in Tucson
2: right and it was
0: also a good deflection for all of us thinking okay he's in Tucson killing people right so he couldn't be this guy
2: so this is just she's just been planning this forever Every tiny little detail.
0: Yeah, although I don't get the feeling that he's been gone that long. I don't know. Well. I use—I guess I use Dr. Saunders' scars.
2: Her scars would be... Her scars are healed up pretty well
0: by now. Yeah, I guess so. But they seem pretty fresh when the show started, and it doesn't seem like from beginning to end of the first episode till now that it's been a super long time. A month or two. I would say it it could
2: be like three or four months have gone by. Hmm. Maybe. Two or three Maybe. I don't know. How long does scars take to heal?
0: Well, she said the victors were deeper than hers. Right. Deepness does definitely factor in. Yeah.
2: I don't know. Maybe just with all those different... I don't know. Maybe... (laughs) He can put together this kind of elaborate plan in just a month or two.
0: Yeah, I, I'm willing to go as long as, you know, three three or four months, I suppose. It's, it's weird not having a firm timeline sometimes. The only timeline I really want is from the time Alpha escaped to when the show starts.
3: Mm, mm-hmm.
0: I wonder how long. Right. It just feels like Whiskey and Dr. Whiskey being Dr. Saunders, that all just does seem kind of like, when you look back, it seems like it was probably a pretty new thing. Yeah, well. But new can be a month.
2: Well, is the very first episode. I mean, wasn't the handler's body still there that he killed there was still blood like on the ground on the floor and stuff Uh, that could have been a
0: flashback
2: oh
0: I don't know I thought Boyd saw the body oh yeah and we do kind of see Boyd get hired don't we yeah Okay. so it's just like next day or same day that's right. We had this huge thing about Boyd being hired so fast. Right. So. <clears throat> so yeah,
2: Alpha escaped right before the first episode. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um. So anyway, I guess all that was was. How long he had to do this plan. Which wasn't a ton of time, but that's probably all he did. (laughs) It's
2: probably all he did. And when you're, yeah, focused and you can get a lot done. Focused and a mad genius. (laughs) Exactly. You're unstoppable. (laughs) He's got a little tofer in him, remember? Right. So when Topher runs into Ballard and he's like, hey, a person I don't know, and then gets tased. Uh Uh-huh. So he didn't see Alpha? No. Because I know Alpha kind of hid behind him, but
0: I don't know. Okay. No, he definitely didn't. He was just like, we don't get work orders from, like, random people. This does not happen here. Right, right. <clears throat> I don't walk around a corner at my job and not recognize someone. Someone, yeah. I liked Alpha's line. I went to grade school with Jen Alfman.
2: <laughs> that's, like, <laughs> that's a weird pull.
0: <laughs> that was just a funny little reference. Just a funny actress to... Just a weird poll, like I just don't know. Just a good poll, kind of perfect that she's not like super famous, right? But you know it's who she like is. Not like Julia
2: Roberts. Exactly. But, yeah,
0: you know who she is, and you could just see her just going to school with just a random person, you know. Right. That's your like claim to fame. i <laughs>
2: Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have much more. Just my last note is, haha, I'm glad we get to watch the next
0: one. <laughs> yeah, really. And I think a long time ago, I think Harold said something about these two will be a fun. It's like good that we get to watch these two together. Yeah, yeah,
2: I'm glad we did it. I'm glad it worked out that way. It would have, it would have sucked if it was like haunted in this one,
0: and then <laughs> you know, or something like that. It, just, it, it wouldn't been so have. Oh, mad at haunted. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah I liked Briar Rose that was a great one I liked just Alan Tudyk just stole the show absolutely This and that was just so unexpected because this just the show just hasn't had like it's got Topher so it's got that humor but it
0: just you know yeah yeah this was definitely fun Yeah. Best humor, for sure, to date. And I never was spoiled for a second, ever, that he, I know, I've never heard, oh, yeah, he was in Firefly, and he's in Dollhouse. Right. If I ever heard that, it was absolutely not, it never stayed in my brain. Me neither, no. So that was a really fun surprise. But I had no idea that um, Amy Acker was in it, either. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Nope. Really no, just and... have not heard much about Dollhouse.
2: <laughs> I like Alan Tudyk. I loved his character so much in Dodgeball: The Pirate. I just, oh, I did
0: I... not see that.
2: Oh, really? But I may have to see it now. <laughs> oh, it's so dumb funny. <laughs> dumb funny can be I good. I love I love Dodgeball. And he plays just this guy that just is a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> He's a pirate. <laughs> So when I saw Firefly, I was like, it's the pirate
0: guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wrote a note down that I don't know who to root for. And it was in the Boyd and Ballard fight. Because, yeah, you're totally on Ballard's side until you start hearing Boyd. And Boyd is such a trusted person. And the things he was saying made sense. And you kind of don't know who to ally with.
2: It really I agree. It's it's hard you want to not like what's going on in the dollhouse, but it's also kinda cool what they're doing. I'm I'm glad that it's I don't know. I I like how they can imprint someone as, like, a CIA agent and someone as an FBI forensics person. I just think that's so cool.
0: Yeah, the fact that little that we've seen is about, like, sex dolls... Right. ...is different. But it's also, you know, there was a lot of interesting stuff said about consent in the next episode. That you just cannot sign a consent form for... Something like this. Yeah, yeah, being a slave. That just should not exist. Right. But yeah, you know, it happened in an episode where Echo is doing such an amazing thing and she's really getting to this girl. You're like buying into the Kool-Aid, you know? <laughs> kind of. I know. it's. <laughs> but plus, there's the fact that not only does Echo trust Boyd, but we do too. We look at him as a very good guy.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And then, but we also see Ballard as a pretty good guy because he's trying to investigate it
0: and right.
2: You know, so it so those yeah. two good
0: guys fighting and both had a good point, and yeah. so it was really hard to root for one of them. Yeah. And then it my was, last note is the the who did, what person did Al, Alpha put in Echo? And it was a Mallory comment. Yeah. <laughs> so that must be how this one ends, is them driving away. I think it ends with them kissing.
2: She wakes up in the chair and they start kissing.
0: Oh! Oh, I know why, because that's right. Cuz so I was like, "What is going on?" And then my Mallory was I remember writing it and going, "No, I really should turn the page and put omega on the top of the page." <laughs> but I didn't do it episode. <laughs> yeah, I just combined them, my notes. All right.
2: We and that was sad on. when Victor woke up to like them smashing glass on him and he's like, Whoa! <laughs> just, like?" <yelling> at him. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. yeah.
0: But yeah, good stuff Yeah Very good
2: Yeah, just interesting stuff With that little girl and I just, I really like that idea Of I wish they could do that Yeah I wish they could just send Their future successful self To them and say just
0: Hang in there, you know? (laughs) Yeah, too bad they have to, like, use people's bodies against their consent, you know? It's that weird, slippery slope. (laughs) I know, I know.
2: All right, so Omega? Yeah. Oh, we should read Harold. Do you want me to read the recap
0: on that one? I've got the show started, so.
2: Okay, so. Omega was written and directed by Tim Minear.
0: I did see that. I saw that, too. When I was watching.
2: Um, Alpha, with Echo's help, kidnaps a girl named Wendy and takes both of them back to his lab. Meanwhile, Dr. Saunders tends to Victor. Ballard assists the dollhouse staff in tracking down Alpha And a series of flashbacks depict Alpha's time at the dollhouse, revealing that he was a long-standing crush on Echo, or that he has a long-standing crush on Echo, and that Dr. Saunders is herself inactive, codenamed Whiskey, who was imprinted with the Dr. Saunders personality after Alpha killed the original one during his escape. Saunders becomes aware of this during the episode Alpha imprints Wendy with Echo's original personality, Caroline Farrell. He then initiates a composite event on Echo, uploading multiple imprints into her at once, creating a hybrid consciousness named Omega, whom he expects to kill Wendy slash Caroline as part of her ascension to Ubermensch. Instead, Echo turns on Alpha himself. Alpha escapes by killing Wendy and then putting the wedge containing Caroline at risk. But DeWitt remains confident that they can catch him, especially with the help of their new security consultant, Paul Ballard. Amongst Ballard's hiring conditions are that November, a.k.a. Madeline Costley, be released from her contract, as though she had fulfilled it. All right. Yeah, my first note. Someone's a fan of Natural Born Killers. Mm, yep. <laughs> and then I've got flashback because then you see DeWitt. DeWitt, like, yelling at a couple handlers for losing their people.
0: So, what exactly went wrong in that?
2: So what I'm guessing, so it, so that guy hired the dollhouse for his fantasy of like the cross country crime spree.
0: And he did he want to be tied up, and threatened. I'm not sure. If we're gonna be kidnapped, it seemed like that. I mean, did they did they really do something wrong, or was the reality of this guy's fantasy just too much? No, I think what happened was
2: Alpha started, like, becoming kind of aware that something is not right. Because he kept asking the guy, like, who hired you? Who am I really? Or something like that. Uh Oh. And so I think Alpha started having kind of those little flashes, like Echo gets, of...
0: Okay.
2: You know, what's going on here? Why am I doing this? You know? Yeah. And so I think it just got carried away. And the handlers, I think they, like, were able to ditch the handlers or something because there's a quick flash of a scene of DeWitt, like, yelling at these two handlers and they're saying, We'll find him, we'll find him or something like that.
0: Oh, and is this where he took them to where he took the lady when he was a when he was a real person? I think so. That place in was it Modesto or something? Um, San Pedro. San Pedro. Or something and, like that. And he took her he and that was one of the things is they went off the grid and Right. Took him to the same place he took that lady and then that's where he went again. Right. Yeah, because they asked him, did he ever do a job? And he's like, yeah, and he got lost and the handlers had to find him and they found him in this place. Right. And so they're like, that's the place. That's where he keeps going back to. So maybe this guy in his fantasy, he wanted it to be like it is home. And that's why it was so scary is that they actually kidnapped him
2: or something like that yeah like yeah I think he probably had a fantasy of like not quite being the victim of a crime spree couple
0: but kind of in on it with them but oh and that's right he had a bunch of like burn holes and cuts I'm sure yeah I don't think that.
2: that's not what he wanted. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, something happened. Something like clicked in Alpha's brain and he like knew that something was going on. Kind of like how echoes done a few times.
0: Yeah. So I think this guy truly got kidnapped.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because I've got flashback and then I've got, wow, like a really big fan of (laughs) Natural Born Killers because that's when it flashes back to Alpha and Echo driving and then it shows the girl in the back seat. Uh Uh-huh. Because that's like straight out of...
0: Yeah, and just kind of her stupid vapidness reminded uh-huh. me over. Well, and him saying, you know,
2: when I met you, you were 13 years old. And yeah. I think that's around the age Mallory who probably was 13 or 14 when she and Mickey first met. I have this Roy Orbison song reminds me of camping. <laughs> 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 All right. (laughs) Cam has like a Roy Orbison's greatest hits on his iPod, and for some reason, when we're capping we listen to it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So, what's your next note?
0: Uh, Might be pretty far down. It says. (laughs) It says Soylent Green joke. Nope. didn't work on me. <laughs> <laughs> Topher's oh, when he's explaining it... Alpha that he's actually, he's people. He's Soylent Green. He's people. Right. <laughs> like, just trying to say that he's not just one person. He's a bunch of people. Right. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, didn't. One of those sounded good on paper. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, my next is Dr. Acker is an active... I knew it. I've said that out loud before, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I guess so. So...
2: Alpha... How long was he faking being, like, mind-wiped then? Do you know what I mean? It showed a lot of scenes of him in this episode where he's supposed to be, like, kind of one of the zombie dolls, just, I'll go get my massage now type stuff. I didn't
0: think he was faking. Oh, I
2: think he was. I think he was faking a
0: lot I thought it was more like Victor where he's kinda confused about what's happening. It it's just when he ends up slicing Doctor well, whiskey. He still seemed like an active. I think he was
2: faking being inactive. Oh. I think he was faking it like they did in was it Needs? Yeah. When they He just seemed too aware and he walked up and kissed Echo and he he was like hiding around the corner like he knew she was coming I just don't see like a real mind-white person doing that
0: so I think I don't know I totally bought it oh really? (laughs) yeah and just kind of I don't know though but when he's like watch where you're going and he like literally watches his feet I think he was faking Interesting.
2: Yeah, that's my theory is that he was faking the whole time. I think. I think when they got him back after that crime spree mission that he was on with whiskey, I just get the feeling that the mind wipes just didn't fully work on him anymore.
0: Hmm.
2: Like his brain just can't be wiped because it's just kind of crazy. Yeah. Cause he really jumped at the chance to, I think he was just waiting for the chance to
0: bring whiskey down. And... I did too, but I thought in a, in a weird, innocent doll way. And in fact, I like that better is that I think it's creepier that he was still a doll yeah. when he's like cutting her up, her face. Because uh-huh. it just seems so like, almost like a kid, I killed mommy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> just kind of like, I'm going to slice your face because then Echo will be, you know, that, right, that innocence right. behind it is a little freakier to me. So I'm always going to like that. Better. <laughs> that
2: is freakier. Absolutely.
0: Hmm. But, but like- then, and then there, I think. I'm not sure if the first time when they got him in the chair and they felt like he calmed down, that's where I'm not sure. There's a point at that point where he's either faking it or just totally wakes up. Mm-hmm. When he, like, acts like, okay, yes, I like, I like, what are they called? I like treatments. And then kicking the guy. Right, right. Huh.
2: I like that we have two different.
0: Me too. That's if you guys can tell us or if you know like concretely or I guess it's just a good discussion to carry on. Right. What are the, what are the thoughts out there about that? Yeah. Feels faking or or you can tell us we don't can't know right now.
2: See, and I thought for sure he was. That's why I asked you. So when do you think that started? (laughs) But you didn't think it (laughs) at all, so never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, I would like, I don't know, maybe... Maybe we'll know more. Maybe it's okay for someone to tell us one way or the other. Or maybe it's ambiguous. Maybe it's an ambiguous thing. Kind of like, yeah. Seems like there was something kind of not similar, but ambiguous that Joss did purposely. I can't remember what it was now. In I think it was in Buffy. Hmm. Might come to me. Um. So. So when. I still just call her Dr. Acker, I can't help it. When she is, <laughs> like, stitching up Victor and stuff, I just wrote down, man, she's really making it real for Victor. She, like, snaps at him.
0: Yeah, there. she has a weird moment.
2: Because um... he's saying, I'll never be my best now. And she's like, I think she says, like, no, you won't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or it,
2: something like that. And it's like, whoa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was going on there. She's, Did, she was very mysterious this episode. She was.
2: Do you think that was
0: just. It's it's almost like almost a jealousy or like a get over it. I had to. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering
2: is if this is kind of in the middle of her
0: coming to her realization. It's, it's possible that Victor going through this brought her, you know, into some sort of realization. Right. Right. Oh, I just had a weird thought. It was her idea to do the needs thing. Remember that? Oh yeah. That's That's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Hmm. yeah i almost see it as like just her being impatient with him like shut up i'm going through my own shit right now yes type thing like i don't want to hear your problems because join the club yeah join the club buddy you know I'm just realizing right now (laughs) I'm not really a (laughs) doctor.
0: But then at the end, when she gives him the lollipop, it was really emulating Dr. Saunders. Like, she kind of came full circle and was like embracing it now.
2: Right, right. Yeah, like she had a moment of a mother just like snapping at a toddler. Like, be quiet, you know. Right. And then feeling bad later and giving him a lollipop. Right.
0: <laughs> Do you think the lollipops are some sort of like the tea, possible sinister kind I don't of? Know.
2: You see, the real Doctor Saunders give her his whiskey one.
0: Yeah, and then you see her later eating it. I like lollipops. You just kind of wonder if they're laced with <laughs> some sort of conformity <laughs> drug. <laughs> Hey, like the tea in, possibly is. In, in this world,
2: everything's laced, everyone's inactive. Yeah. <laughs> if we've learned anything so far. I'm going to guess right now. Everybody's inactive.
0: Yes. There.
2: I called it. I predicted
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. All the other time show that's coming up. We've already got that. <laughs>
3: this is it a blanket <laughs> prediction?
0: <laughs> and we also found out through these episodes that they can totally like adjust the oxygen and stuff to like mm-hmm. calm down and sleep and all that. Right. Which is, you know, possibly something to just pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Yep.
2: Yeah, so we've also talked about it, but just that whole scene with Echo and Wendy and Alpha. That was some good
0: stuff. Yeah, that was good. And man, that moment when she hits Alpha is just amazing. Oh, I know, I'm like, she's going to kill Alpha. Yes. Oh yeah, I totally <laughs> expected it. Yeah, same. When it, you know, faked out like she was going for her. I just, it just made more sense. Yeah. It made yeah. more sense that Echo would it go was, for him. Yeah, of- it made her into a strong character, which you'd hope they would do, you know. And right. kind of all signs have been pointing that she's going to be a strong character, and just following alpha and doing that does not make her that. This does saving herself and being, and it's it's very y you know. Him and her kind of could be the exact same. Instead, her underlying goodness turns her into someone that would fight him. Right.
2: She's the prince. Yep. I liked it. Me too. So he purposely, because he imprinted her, he even described it as like with the puniest brain possible that you can barely even form words or something. (laughs) So he did that on purpose so that he could convince her to commit all these crimes with him.
0: I guess that's kind of what I was thinking, except that description said it was, it needed to be someone that would recognize him and loved him. And that made a lot of sense that he imprinted her into something she'd She hadn't been before, you know, Whiskey did it last time, but it was a person that recognized and loved him. Right. So she would go with. So she would go with and not question
2: carjacking a girl and
0: kidnapping her. Yeah, it it made it made a lot of sense. The person you chose, whether she was small brained or not. Yeah. And I
2: don't know. I thought Eliza did a pretty good job at <laughs> Yeah. The stupid
0: like Oh, she played
2: that I don't character get it. Great.
0: <laughs> yep. And kind of trashy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it was a good ap- acting job.
2: I have That's why it's called attempted murder to it. She <laughs> <There's>... <laughs> It's her and I think Ballard and Boyd in her office, like she's explaining that he was a prisoner. Like it began with like prisoner exchange. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's pretty shady.
0: Oh yeah, they tested on prisoners and it it's that whole thing that happens with these types that shows like to do it's it's very harry Potterish actually where you just underestimate something and you don't even give it a thought like they were so egotistical that there was no aspect of this person left that it was just all irrelevant, you know. It, it's totally irrelevant. It's just a shell. And, you know, Ballard's like, you didn't take their soul. And right. they're like, huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, the thing that makes you you, <laughs> you know, type. Yeah. But, yeah, she's explaining who he was it was attempted murder and then she goes but he didn't kill anybody and I was like yeah because it was attempted murder <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's like he only didn't kill anyone because he got caught <laughs> he had the murder kit and had sliced her face take right. her to a warehouse to do it all he just happened to have gotten caught and it's yeah, it's it's kind of in a way egotistical to just say, nope, they're fine. It totally doesn't matter. We're right, so we can right we can use his shell, no problem. Well, and
2: it's also saying like they're just prisoners. <laughs> you know? Sure, like, they're not people.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's another aspect of it. <laughs> it's
2: like, well, they are, you
0: know? <laughs>
2: Um, so I'm a little bit confused on, and this is a point where I just kind of let myself be a little bit confused. Cause I was like, well, I'll watch it again. And then I didn't watch it again. Mm-hmm. So the woman that Ballard and Boyd go and see uh-huh. that, you know, they talk to her through like her apartment intercom thing.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And then she comes down. And she's got some pretty fresh looking cuts on her face. So when, when did Alpha do that to her? Is she the attempted murder victim?
0: Yeah. She's this, they said, so there's a survivor. That was kind of their thing is that. Okay. It was attempted murder. He got caught before he killed anybody. So, hey, there's a, there's a witness. Let's go talk to her. I I think I don't know how long it's been. I mean you'd think it'd have to have been at least a year or something. It'd be
2: long enough that he got convicted
0: and I think and
2: put in prison and then chosen for this program. I don't know. Just her scars seemed
0: I don't know how fresh they were, as just still red. And those could be red forever. Years yeah. and years.
2: I, I guess I just compare them to, like, Dr. Acker's scars.
0: Yeah. Which... Well, I think Dr. Acker in a year will still have red slashes on her face. Yeah. And maybe this woman's were a
2: lot deeper or something.
0: Okay. Yeah, possibly. Okay.
2: Because I thought she was a victim, but then I was like, I don't know. Those. Does look a lot more fresh, but okay. I get it. So glad I could help. (laughs) Thanks. I saw it twice. (laughs) (laughs) So Boyd and. Ballard show up at that plant or whatever. Mm-hmm. So did Alpha. He just ran away, right?
0: I guess so. I honestly, both times at the at that ending, I think I kind of wandered. I think I did too. Cause I remember,
2: I remember Ballard catching the wedge thing that has caroline's personality in it
0: yeah i remember that and i remember the look they give and that could possibly be the end because i don't
2: no because we see we see echo get wiped
0: after that no i meant the end of that scene oh okay
2: so that's the end of that scene so
0: but i don't i don't have any recollection of what happened to alpha at that in that scene
2: i I think i think he just ran away
0: So he's still out there. Well, we still have another episode for this season. Right. Which still is a little weird to me.
2: (laughs) I know. This totally could have been the season one ender.
0: It even had like a little... It had a part... I had the impression that the next stuff is like at least a few days and even more possibly like a week or two after.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Ballard's now going to work for him. He got, I like that. I do too. What's he going to do for him? I forget.
2: Um, like a security guy, security.
0: Oh wait, this is it. security
2: consultant. Huh.
0: Kind of on, probably kind of assigned to Alpha, that. Not it. It'll be different than like what Boyd is. Than
2: like what Boyd does, because I thought that was what Boyd did. Boyd's like head of security.
0: Yeah. This I'm guessing is like a special op. Right. That they need to track Alpha. <laughs> Take care of that. And he
2: does it. Only if they let November's contract be fulfilled.
0: Yeah, which does successfully get her off the show, so yeah. he and Echo can have something. Although, what's going to happen? Did Echo just be back? Yeah, and she says, that's how it ends, right? She says Caroline. As she's getting in her pod.
2: Oh, she does? I think I missed that.
0: Oh, yeah. It closes on her for the night and she just goes, Caroline. Oh. I
2: think I missed that. Hmm. I think, again, I think when I was watching this, I was kind of just
0: fading. Yeah. Happens.
2: Mind and wanders
0: or something. Mind
2: wander type stuff. probably thinking about, oh, I need to go to bed and get up in the, you know. Mm-hmm. And just, like, with that, I'll just watch it again. Hee <laughs> <laughs> okay that's interesting that she said that I think I missed that I don't remember that I remember her getting wiped so they were able to wipe her of all those imprints yes I mean allegedly <laughs> It. I don't know that's interesting I... they were able to get her to agree to
0: that The do-you-want-a-treatment may still work. I guess so. Yeah, I guess But yeah,
2: so. she was very aware. She was very aware of what was going on.
0: It's funny. It's like they're... When they have all those personalities, they seem to know everything about the dollhouse and what it is and what it's doing. They know the whole situation. Yeah. Could she have gotten, like, Adele or Topher or something, too?
2: Oh, maybe. Maybe. Oh, that'd be interesting if she has some, like, Adele.
0: Yeah, you just wonder how they know all that. Right. Although she could have known it from... We got a really good glimpse of her getting um, the Haunted Lady. And she knows all about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: That could be exactly where that information comes from, then. It's that woman.
0: Yeah. I just remember a particularly long, or it seemed long, um, flash when she's getting all of them. Mm -hmm. I forgot her name at this point, but... I think it was Margaret. Margaret. (laughs) Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Oh, I liked, um... When Caroline, the Chrissy Seaver, <laughs> Caroline, just like, I guess it's that hanging lampshade where she, that's the term they use for what happened is she, uh, she's like, look at him. This is an evil lair and he puts you in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like if they hadn't hung that particular lampshade, it would have been a tad cheesy. But yeah. the fact that they called attention to it, it was okay. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Because, yeah, there's a there's a point where it's, like, um, very Dr. Frankenstein, and he's just like, ha, ha, ha. Alive. Yeah, there was, even,
2: <laughs> there was even, like, electricity. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and he does, he does, like, this cackle. He doesn't say it's alive, but right. it's a very kind of reminiscent of that. Yes. Oh, yes, he was
2: definitely making himself a, a bride.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it was not undertones. It was overtones of Dr. Frankenstein.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I think our main questions from this recording then is... Was Alpha faking it, or was he just a... More aware, active, or whatever you want to call them when they're not on a mission, doll. And are we going to see Melly again?
0: That's something they won't be able to answer.
2: I know, but they might be able to answer the other one.
0: Yeah. I don't remember having many more questions. I don't either. That we feel like anyone could. Actually answer right. And we figured out where we know that girl. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Wings not growing (laughs) beans. One
2: episode of wings as opposed to a season or so of growing beans.
0: I I have little flashes of her and all I remember is that she annoyed me really bad. I hated her. (laughs) Oh, that is funny. Okay, so... Ranking? I'm really scared to do
2: this. I know, I know. Oh, and I made the spreadsheet... A Google Doc.
3: Okay.
2: So the first thing I think we need to decide is which one's better than the other one. Okay. Hmm. Because I, gosh, I almost think Omega's better than Briar Rose. I'm trying to think why.
0: I I support that. I really, really liked the flashbacks. Finding out what actually happened the day Alpha went crazy. Mm-hmm. And I liked... I loved the scenes with... You know, I loved the Mickey and Mallory stuff. And I loved her um, empowering herself to save herself.
2: Right. Right. So I would say the standout stuff in Omega are, I like the Mickey and Mallory stuff too. But gosh, the, and I love, I just really enjoyed that whole time with Wendy, Echo and Alpha with him kind of going crazy Caroline as Wendy talking to Echo, you know. I just thought that was really cool stuff. And then,
0: yeah, but man, some of the best stuff definitely was, um, the environmentalist. Was Alpha as Kepler? Yeah, that I know. I know. So is that so fun to watch and something I would go back to and watch? For fun. Yeah,
2: so that's which one would you go back to and watch over the other one? Would you would you watch Briar Rose for that stuff?
0: I don't know. It's hard to separate <laughs> them, and um, I know think about watching one without the other.
2: They really do seem like a part one and two. Like you could almost just put them together as one episode. Yeah,
0: yeah, like a two-parter. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's put the two-parter.
2: We can't decide. <laughs> but also though, in Omega, we get the reveal that Dr. Saunders is a active. Is that when we get the reveal? I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah, that's, when we that's get... in my notes for Omega. Is, whoa, doctor. Wait, no. Uh, yeah. Dr. Sanders isn't active. I knew it.
0: Okay. I was thinking it was in Briar Rose. So that tips it up. That tips that it, tip it to be better. Oh my I God. think it does. I think that reveal. But I've got to put Briar Rose right under it.
2: Right under it. Yeah. I mean, if it's better, it's better by just a hair.
0: You know, it's, it's not, yeah,
2: they could almost tie, but we just can't let them tie yeah and i just emailed the spreadsheet so okay i don't um, need that now. <laughs> i know because done and they're both better than man on the street
0: was man on the street number one i think we have man on the street is number one uh yeah what were the last huh what were the two episodes before these two I'm I'm gonna look right now.
2: Haunted and (laughs) and Spy in the House of Love. But before that, we had Needs and Echoes, and we put those as two and three. We still put Man on the Street better than Needs and Echoes Mm because we love the Patton Oswalt stuff. We did, and I think that's the one where we found out Melly wasn't active.
0: Well, it shouldn't surprise me. I mean, watching these, I was like, holy crap, this show just got legit.
2: Yeah, exactly. Watching
0: these two. So there's a chasm now, again. Yeah. There was a chasm between Spy in the House of Love and Grey Hour. Now we've got a huge chasm between Briar Rose and Man on the Street. This just blew everything else away to me. These,
2: yeah.
0: These episodes just, yeah, it mm, totally blew Blew him away. Everything else I'd seen for this show.
2: I agree. I agree. It was yeah. It was almost like a, a different show. <laughs>
0: yeah. This was yeah. It just made it legit.
2: <laughs> okay, so we're going with Omega. Yeah. Cause yeah, I just. I I think it was just slightly, and we're talking slightly, slightly.
0: Better. It's a it's a giant debate. Right. But I was I was kind of thinking that the Dr. Acker stuff was in the first one. But now that I know it's in the second, I'm... Yep. But, man. That breaking into the dollhouse and stuff. That was great. That was
2: great stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it really kind of just... The... The Acker reveal as an active just is what if if that would have happened in Briar Rose, that would make that number one. But it happened in Omega, so that makes that number one.
0: Yeah, and you know Alpha as Alpha was absolutely amazing too. I mean yes. he was hilarious as the other guy, but he was oh a, yeah, I loved him as Alpha too. So good, just as crazy. Alpha. Yeah, the split personalities and the wrestling Mm -hmm. with himself and everything it's just really
2: good Yep. well and just echo going after him just right away i mean not even it took her like 10 seconds oh yeah that was awesome
0: yeah that was cool and just the unexpectedness for him being like, this is not what I planned. I know, I know. Like, his reaction to it was awesome,
2: too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yep. So. Ooh, okay. and that was very chilling. Just talking. I really, like, internalized that. Where he said he's just going to be imprinting her and just killing her over and over until he gets bored. Yes. Whoa! Oh my gosh! I totally pictured that happening to me and thinking, oh. oh, what a horrible thought. Oh, man. Yes, that's... Just knowing that little ewes were getting tortured to death over and over.
2: Right, right.
0: Horrible. Not to that... mention...
2: Is sinister. Yeah. I mean, I mean
0: not to mention the bodies that it would be violating also. Exactly. And killing. It's not exactly. just you, but just that's enough. Just the thought of you getting killed over and over yes. is horrifying.
2: Oh it's Yeah. It's
0: and having no power over it, just knowing it's happening. Ooh. He doesn't have a copy, right? Or does? I
2: don't think we know that because. So.
0: Let's see. It just seemed like there was the master, and then there was the backup, and he. There
2: was that talk, because. Ballard and Boyd, I think, were in Topher's office. And they're like, "Where's?" Where's Caroline's imprint or something and Tover comes out with it and it's all smashed yeah
0: and, and was like, the backup
2: yeah and they're like where's the backup and he's like this is the backup so unless he made another backup then I don't think Alpha has but he could I mean never know you never know he could easily have made another copy somehow.
0: Could have. Just don't know if he did or not. Just
2: don't know if he did or not.
0: It seemed most of the episode to be played up that that was the only copy. And it was like, "Ah, keep it safe. Right. Right.
2: So. Well, cool. That was easy ranking. Yeah. Kind of easy. Well, I just mean like within the list of
0: all oh, I 12. knew.
2: I knew they'd be one and two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I figured they would be, but so okay. And then our season finale.
0: It's called Oh, Epitaph One? Epitaph L-A? one, I think, yeah. And it's a very special episode. <laughs> That's right. It's the musical.
2: Okay, so epitaph one. Yeah, epitaph is like what's on a tombstone or a headstone. But I think it also just kind of is a general, like, something you write in remembrance of someone.
0: Yeah, it's, it's almost, is it kind of an antiquated word a little bit? Kind of, I think. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up the definition. I mean, has eulogy, like, taken over? Seems like it.
2: I mean, so epitaph definitely
0: implies a death. Right. It says, an epitaph is a short text honoring a deceased person. Strictly speaking, it refers to text that is inscribed on a tombstone. Oh, they said tombstone, too. Or oh. plaque. But it may also be used in a figurative sense. Some epitaphs are specified by the person themselves before their death, while others are chosen by those responsible. Okay. For the burial. Yeah, I think of them on, like, tombs and stuff. So, is the...
2: What is it on mom's earth be gentle on her loving heart or something like that?
0: Earth. Earth rests gentle on her loving, on her. It's it was what Abraham Lincoln put on his mother's. On his mother's,
2: yeah. Like Earth
0: rests gently on her. So that
2: would be an epitaph.
0: Earth, yeah. Earth rests softly on her gentle soul. I'm gonna look it up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We should know this.
0: We should know this. (laughs) Oops. I I don't know. So that's an epitaph.
2: yeah mom's it it's like earth rests gently on her loving soul or heart or something like that, but that would be considered an epitaph right
0: yes, I think although it it could be more like um here lies blah 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 they were. Gently loving in spirit. I don't know. You know what I Right, I'm... right. It's it's epitaphs are now mostly just um Halloween things <laughs> to say something quippy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so 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 someone's gonna die, right?
0: <laughs> I guess. Unless it's Something,
2: unless it's like so. Okay, epitaph one. So epitaph implies death.
0: It it could be like um, a FBI. Um. Oh, like a code name. Code name uh, for something.
2: For a a operation. Yeah, operation. Operation epitaph one. Uh huh.
0: Because. the one thing throws me off that it's just going to be purely. Yeah.
2: I mean, is season two, episode one called epitaph two, <laughs> 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 you know? So, Ooh, I like it. No, I like it that it's like a, cause now they've got an FBI agent and he's going to be like, we got to Our missions have to have names.
0: Yeah, and there was that weird exchange with uh, the, let's see, Alpha like called in a bombing bomb threat or something. And- oh
2: yeah, we didn't talk about that. That was a weird scene.
0: It was weird. Okay, so and could be set up for something else. Because what was oh, that?
2: Oh yeah, it could be the FBI, like those guys. Code. Okay, so that scene kind of was weird to me. So so Alpha called in a bomb threat. And Crawley showed up. Crawley shows up. Paul just walks out of the building.
0: And is like, it's real, I found it. And he's like, you're full of crap. Uh Goodbye. And they just, like, call it off.
2: But I know. So the did... fact
0: that he called it off seemed weird to Ballard or something. I guess he expected seemed... him to come in and tour it or something, right? Yeah, and it seemed weird to me,
2: too. I mean, does... So does Crowley
0: think that Ballard called in the bomb threat to get him there? Yeah, it kind of seemed that way. And it was like he was doing him a favor, not arresting him.
2: Right. Okay. It was weird, and it was a little shushy.
0: Yeah, I guess a little shushy.
2: Because if you've got a bunch of SWATs or FBI guys or at a building where there's a bomb thro- threat, and then you see someone from quite a distance walking out, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wouldn't there be, like, guns pointed at him and people are, like, Stop! Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, a little fishy. But, whatever. Um, So, yeah. No, I kind of like your idea that it's a... That it's a code name for... For a mission or an operation or whatever they call them.
0: It's just what happens when I think of... One. Something and then one. It just... Yeah, that's what popped into my head. Cause the one is weird. Yeah. What would? Okay, so say it is. What is it? It sounds kind of deathy. Kill Ballard. I don't know. What's gonna happen to Victor? I
2: don't know. What was that? Someone on banging her. <laughs> Jeez. Just a loud motorcycle or something. Um, I would just think that the whole next episode has got to be about bringing down Alpha. Finding Alpha. Hmm. I don't know. It's a very strange title of an episode. Yeah. All right. So what we got is that it's a it's a code name for something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Some sort of FBI operation. And Yeah. That's that's it. That's That's what I got. That's what we got. I don't I don't know what they're gonna like I've said it. I feel like they wrapped it up and they even had it seemed like time had gone by.
4: Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Which makes it weird to have another episode. Yeah. And
2: we never did we
0: could go into season two.
2: We never did figure out what Melly and Sierra's little mission was. <laughs> yeah. Was it to try and figure out where Alpha might be? Were they part of that? Maybe. Maybe. Ugh, we should know that. We Sorry. should. Sorry, Sorry, everyone. We're lame. That's lame that we don't know.
0: So, all right. That's, that's another question we have. <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what did we miss there?
2: Well, I feel like I knew it as it happened. I just didn't write anything down about it.
0: I don't know. I don't know if I did or not. (laughs) I'm not willing to say. (laughs) (laughs) I can't commit. (laughs) (laughs) So, all
2: right. Well, join us next time when we talk about Epitaph 1. Are you going to watch it before we go
0: to the movie tomorrow? Um, I probably can. Are you? I don't know. Just wondering.
2: <laughs> yeah, I get off kind of early and we're not going till 10 o'clock to the movie, huh?
0: Yeah.
2: So, yeah, I, I can probably for sure fit it in before we go. Oh, I'm curious. Me too. So, all right. Well, if you want to send us feedback, you can send it to
0: Buffy at gmail.com yeah and join us next week as we wrap up season one
2: yeah wow season one right on alright well cool see you later <laughs> I'll talk to you later alright bye All right, Bye. run Me on earphones.
0: Yeah, sweet. No, Moe's funny business. Take that, Moe's. Don't talk, Moe's. We love you, Moe's.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Janet Elfman Bean. Does she? Let's see. She was in Darman. Greg. Was she in other stuff? I think so. I never... Oh, she was in um, Keeping the Faith. I like that one. All right. With Edward Norton and... um I
2: don't know if I saw that.
0: What's his name? Ben. Ben. <laughs> uh, he played um, Zoolander. What's his name? Ben Stiller? Oh, yeah, it is Ben. Good job, Ben. (laughs) I never saw that. Yeah, so Ben Stiller is a rabbi, and Edward Norton is a priest, and they both fall in love with her. They're like, they're all three of them are like childhood friends that are now adults, and for some reason, those two became. Oh, and they're it's kind of cute because it's a little rom com. But it's kind of cute because they kind of join their communities together, a rabbi and a Christian priest. You know, they, like, do these, like, duo services and, you know, kind of trying to merge the religions or whatever. But, yeah, they both fall in love with her. Anyway, if you can stand her, it's pretty good. It's it's rom-commy, but I thought it was worth watching.
2: I find her a little annoying.
0: Yeah, I do too. Yeah. She I'm... was probably the <clears throat> biggest, like, eh, should I watch this or not? <laughs> but yeah. Ed Norton will usually.
2: Ed N- Norton trumps.
0: Yeah, yeah, he'll trump something like that enough. And I like Ben Stiller too. Yes. Okay, anyway. Anyway. Hello. Gosh dang it, I don't know what happened I put my finger on the keyboard I thought we were going to get through this with one it, call <laughs> It could have been me Because oh, okay. <laughs> I was like
2: closing out the spreadsheet oh. I might have accidentally X'd out of the call too, I don't know But we're back
0: It's weird because at the same time I happened to put my hand on the keyboard But I didn't think I pressed anything, but
2: I could have We'll never know It was one of us. We both did things.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I put in a lot of stuff to get this. (laughs) (laughs) I I
2: think I have a photo of mom's.
0: And you have to spell Lincoln correct. Oh, that's not so tough. Uh, Sometimes it is. Oh, wait.
2: No, that's... Sorry, I just saw the plaque The remembrance of mom plaque On the skateboard park bench and I was like, here it is And I was like, nope <laughs> Mom's got little epitaphs everywhere <laughs> um, Nope, those are my tombstones For my Halloween decorations Oh <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, Fish.